Good morning. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Tamika. Good, Good morning. morning, ladies. So do you want to tell say who we are first, Shane, or should we, I mean, um, we should, introduce our illustrious guests? First time listeners, long time followers, we should let them know who we are. All right, go ahead. And who are we? So we are uh, two seasoned corporate veterans who are here to uh, pass along the wisdom that we've received through the lessons learned in our time in corporate America and I hope that you don't make the same mistakes that we do. But if you happen to, then you laugh while you're doing it. Right. So nothing but illustrious guests. We nothing have... <laughs> but illustrious guests. <laughs> Fighting on our boys who broke up broke our hearts loyalty um, will destroy some some yes, some relationships yes, yes. so we know. have tamika bryant um my sister my friend um she has a she is a advocate she's an influencer she's a mother she's a soccer mom a lacrosse mom a wife an auntie a sister she's everything she's extraordinary <laughs> so she's here today um her podcast is life and pumps i'll give you guys information about it later but tamika we I've been wanting to have you on our, for for quite some time. And the last couple episodes, Shane and I, we've just been talking about, you know, just getting getting through and like, you know, what keeps you going and stuff like that. And I think you're really an inspiration. Um, Shane, you don't know this, but this girl's on a plane, what, two, three times on average a week out doing Not so a scout. week, my God. And see, if I feel like you're somewhere every week. So I figured you went there and came back. So that's two times. So, <laughs> but tell our audience what you, case, what you okay. do, like tell them about your, the, the your, um, the life, your, you know, your lifestyle, your podcast, um, your, your advocacy work, all that. Hello everybody. And thank you guys for inviting me to be a part of your show. My name is Tamika, also known as Tamika Talks. Um, as she stated, I am a health, wellness, lifestyle and travel advocate. And my goal is always to practice what I preach. So I tell people travel. And as she stated, I am always hopping on and off airplanes. Not every week, maybe twice a month, though. Um, I believe the world, the best way to learn is world, world study. Get on a plane and go see and learn some things. Um, and then in my advocacy world, um, I am a non-year breast cancer survivor. And so my goal is to make sure that our community knows everything they can about breast cancer, how to avoid it, and if by happenstance it happens upon them, what they can do to kind of just go through the journey. That's me in a nutshell. Awesome. Awesome. So so my first question, obviously, like as you just mentioned, you're a breast cancer survivor. What in your travels, um, can you talk some about your advocacy work? And where like is it just I know it's not just local, so it's all it seems like it's just all over the country, if not all over the world. Um, obviously we know what kind of inspired you, but how did you say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to change focus and kind of, you know, I'm doing this, I'm in corporate America and this is what I'm going to make my life's calling. How did you decide that? So really it was, um, I, I feel like accidental, right? I feel like the best things happen accidentally sometimes. And after I was diagnosed with breast cancer and really going through my treatment, I, I attended probably every breast cancer conference I could attend. And throughout attending them, I would meet people. And oftentimes I would meet a lot of people of color and they would share with me things that had happened to them during treatment or things their doctors said, or things just average people were saying to them. And I would sit with them and say, that doesn't make sense. And then just throughout the conversations, like dispelling the myths and making sure that, you know, people were getting right information. I realized that, you know, since I was already big on social media, part of my platform really needed to include 
advocating for yourself. And while I am um, a breast cancer survivor, I also talk to people just about advocating in general, mm-hmm. self-care, wellness, all of that. And so that's really how this all came to be. And it's something that I practice daily in life. And so it just made it easy to keep sharing it with other people. Absolutely. That's wonderful. So um, Shandy, can you think of any burning questions for Tamika? (laughs) So many times when people are going through tough times, like uh, any sort of sickness, but cancer, especially um, while there's plenty of treatments for chemo and things of that nature. uh, One of the things that uh, I have learned and that many doctors have uh, co-signed is that you need to be in a more positive place. You have to be in a positive, the best positive place you can be while helping your body fight through this. So what was some of the uh, points of positivity that you held on to while you were going through your uh, fight? So you, you are absolutely true. And I tell everybody, um, the journey starts with your attitude. You know, yes, you should cry, cuss, fuss, be angry, sad, all of that in the process. But you also got to look for those bright spot moments. And so for me, uh, the one thing that became very important was journaling. So I needed a brain dump just so that I could keep all that crap out my head. You know, you go to Dr. Google, it's like, oh, you got this, you get ready to die, you know. <laughs> Or it's like, oh, avoid, you know, you got this because you ate candy. And I eat lots of candy. And I'm like, oh, my God, I did this to myself. So you kind of got to work on some mindfulness and figure out, you know, your place and not judge yourself because we didn't cause this cancer and they don't really know how you got it. And so that's what makes it even harder. Um, And then the other thing I would say is find your happy piece. So for me, it was high heel shoes. So every time I went to treatment, I always had on high heel shoes. I came in. I was excited. I was happy to be there and that energy transferred on not only to my medical team, but to the other people that were Mm -hmm. in the treatment center at the time. So people always wanted to be in the area where I was because I'm like, no, no, we're going to have a party in here. Give me that cocktail. I know it's the Red Devil, but we're going to call it something else and we're going to have some fun in here. So attitude is 100 percent the first start. No, nah, we're not going to skip over this candy thing, right? Because if you've <laughs> ever watched our show, you know, Trisha and I have uh, spirited debates over what candy is best and, you know, how you're supposed yeah. to eat that candy. I will never admit to Trish uh, that I started putting my chocolate in the freezer and that my wife now only wants to eat her Snickers or any sort of chocolates after it's been frozen. That's um, Jay- but, you can thank Jason Monk. You know, that. like that is... Uh, it still is not good as the Reese's Pieces coming out of the freezer. Yuck. Now, Reese's Pieces Tamika, are for your, Tamika, what is your favorite? What is your go-to candy? If you can only <laughs> eat one candy, Ooh. I'll give you maybe two. You get two candies for the rest of your life. What are those two candies? That is hard. I don't even think I want to play this game. That's hard. Like, you don't understand. At one point in my life, like, I used to have candy, like, in all my, my pockets and all my purses. And I so like, funny. like, corner store candy. Like, now and later, sweet oh, and fish, yeah. all that. Laffy Taffy's. Yes. I like, yes, yes, the kind of candy that pull your teeth out. Yes, that's what I like. But lately, what I've been eating is white chocolate truffles. Oh, you done got fancy on us. Freezer. Okay, okay. <laughs> Traveling, she done got her followers up. She's like, I don't eat that little budget shit no more. No. I mean, I need white no. chocolate truffles. <laughs> white chocolate truffles. I don't like, it's so, white chocolate's so sweet to me. I can't eat that. But I do have a box of candy left over from delicious. Halloween that I didn't open because we ate our weight in candy because I kept buying it and buying it because I, I was afraid. Last year I ran out or year before and I looked at it this morning. I was like, nope, not going to do it. 
I'm not going to open it. We're not going to hurt ourselves anymore. So, um, yeah, I would have to throw, I would have to throw it away because there's no way I could have it like in my vicinity and I not mm -hmm. eat it. And that's why I have to go exercise in the mornings because normally I see I'd you on your walk. I see you in your walks when I'm sitting in my chair. Food. I see, <laughs> I see you out there. Michael, get a lap for me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's big. And also, one of the big things in fighting cancer is what you eat, like you uh, advocated. Um, and my uh, my wife's family has a history of women with cancer, and my wife's uh, aunt, uh, Aunt Lisa, is probably like you know the coolest. She's the aunt that we all want. Like, so she doesn't have any kids, and she's like fifty something years old. Looks like she's twenty something years old. Um, she was diagnosed with breast cancer years ago, and mm. she kind of went the opposite route. She decided that she was not going to get treatment, and she completely flipped her whole lifestyle. She went completely uh, vegan. Uh, she kind of detached herself from anything of high stress. She kind of like lived her life whimsically and very like free and open and never sought treatment. And the body did what the body does. Body self-healed. Never mm -hmm. cancer went away. Wow. Um, never, uh, never went back, has, has been in remission ever since. And, you know, she is the poster child of the holistic community on how to uh, deal with cancer, right? And I see on your uh, on your pages, you talk about your organic lifestylist or whatnot. So what have been some of the uh, hardest organic switches you've made in your uh, journey to be the healthier, cancer-free version of yourself? I think at the time that I started this organic journey, um, the hardest part was really eating out because, you know, you can't really go to a lot of restaurants. You couldn't at that time go to a lot of restaurants that were farm to table. And a lot have have shifted and changed. But also, I don't really necessarily always trust these restaurants that throw out those, mm -hmm. you know, those, those trendy terms. So for me, it's always eating out and just making sure that, you know, I am, you know, being mindful of what I'm putting inside my body. Um, and as I said, you know, I still eat candy. Um, I try to eat a better grade of candy, but I still do eat corner store candy. Um, and I want to applaud, um, you know, your aunt on the fact that she was able to be successful in this. Um, so when I was diagnosed, the first thing my husband said to me is, I know you like the natural route, but I really need you to get chemotherapy. I mean, and I you laughed do at a combination, it. right? Right. <laughs> and, I, and I laughed at it. And I, and I said, I didn't think of doing anything otherwise. And I said, for me, as a scientist, it would be like a dereliction of duty. Like, how dare I, you know, encourage people to trust in some of these drugs and I not put out what I say? But what I did tell people is you don't never want to have your faith 100% in anything other mm -hmm. than God, and you should compliment it. I have a friend right now who is, that is the journey that she that she's choosing to take. And, you know, she's been asking me about it. And I said, you know, it's a personal decision. I can't make that decision for you. It doesn't even matter how I feel about it. I said, but I just need you to know what's involved. And so what your aunt did is amazing because not very many people can remove stress from their life. I think that is like the hardest thing. The hardest part. Right. And it's so funny to me when, um, I don't know if you guys saw the interview with Harry and Meghan, where Harry was saying that he thought Meghan lost a baby because she was stressed. And then all these people That's were like, that? you can't lose a baby because you're but stressed. But even doctors, and I, and I was even like, doctors well, came out. Like Jen, Jen, what her name, Ashton, she that. said that you couldn't. From ABC, yeah. I was, and she's a gynecologist. So, you know, I, sent her, I sent her a message oh, and I said, explain to me 
why you would say that that way. I said, you tell women when they're pregnant. Keep rest. the stress down. Right. Keep the stress down. So mm -hmm. why are you saying all these things if you know it's not a factor, right? And so that's why I say I commend her that she was able to live a whimsical life. You know, for me, a whimsical life would be living on an island, drinking some coconut water. And I know right. that's just not realistic with you With kids. some vodka in it. And a lime. Right. Okay, yes. But that was the thing. Yes. Like, she, like, you know, at least it doesn't didn't have kids. Did she have retire? Because so, I mean, work well, is stress. They uh her and her Life partner, they own like they own like a couple bars or whatever. Okay. And so oh well that's uh, the perfect oh, so yeah so she was able to completely right, like right, she right. detached herself. She was like family members that caused stress. And it was a thing because you know some family members were like oh we haven't talked in years but those family members she considered stress factors in her mm -hmm. life and so she cut them off and just kind of traveled, went to festivals and you know, grew her own homegrown marijuana and shrooms and just kind of like really completely de-stressed herself. And when, when you meet her, when you're around her, it is like you see what that type of freedom can do. When I tell you this woman's got to be approaching 60 and looks like she's a strong 25. Like it is like not even a hint that she ever, ever has had any sort of cancer in her life. And she's just very chill and like, you know, you know, she's just gorgeous. And so I definitely, you know, am such a fan of hers and what she was able to do. But like you said, it's hard for, you know, persons who have kids and, you know, have a nine to five and, you know, community responsibilities to completely detach because that means you may have to cut people off. You may have to cut responsibilities off um, in order to go down this route because it's not just, you know, eating vegetables. It is like a complete mm -hmm. lifestyle uh, reset. And how you do? Oh, I think I bored Tamika, so she just decided she was she's like, leave. "All right, peace out." She's like, "I'm done with y'all, y'all." She's like, "Y'all so low budget, I can't even <laughs> be associated with y'all right now." And y'all like low she's or whatever. Spinning. You know. Um, all right, we'll wait. All right, here she's back. coming back in. Is she? Oh yeah, yeah, there she is. There, there, her is. Maybe. Okay. okay. I don't, I don't know what that was all about. I'm like, all what right, is how happening? do I get rid of this one? Um, uh, can I? Okay, there, there we is. go. All right. Yeah, yeah no, that's that stress. Is, I mean, in any in anyone's life, stress is not it, it's not good. So, and I I think of like all the things that I do. It's funny. Like years ago, I had frozen shoulder from literally just from sleeping in the bed. Like my went, went from one shoulder to the next, and I could barely turn the like the steering wheel. I'm like kids, turn the car, turn the wheel for me. I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> went through treatment, got acupuncture. Um, just went to the chiropractor, did everything. Um, and then it just, I ended up getting foot surgery and the pain just mysteriously went away. Just, you know, just like it, it came. But I just remember how I remember being in just in so much pain and thinking I would do anything. I, I really understood how people self-medicate because I was thinking mm -hmm. I would do anything to, to get rid of this pain. And I swore that once it went away, that I would make sure that I kept myself healthy enough for it to never you know, to never happen again. But yeah, I, I started using CBD oil because I was told that mm. it helped with pain, but it didn't help the pain, but I noticed that I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm still in pain, but I don't really care. Like, like it's okay. <laughs> I was like, how calm am I? This is crazy. So that's where I started my journey with CBD oil, like for, going on five years so 
But sometimes I find that, and I had to, when I really, when I started getting like, getting like the bigger doses, like 2,500 milligrams, I remember once I took it at night and I heard a voice and I was like, Ariel, did you hear that? She's like, no. I was like, okay. I called Shane. I was like, Shane, I'm hearing things and my mouth is dry. He's like, you're high. I was like, how am I high? I was like, it's cannabinoids. He's like, that's, I said, there's no THC. He said, yeah, so much high. I'm like, okay. Exactly. Especially if you got a high dose. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a big fan of CBD. I think it's great. Um, especially for those people who want the effects, but don't want the THC. I think it's great. So I listen, my girlfriend just had knee surgery. I was like, girl, I'm gonna send you some CBD. You need to uh, right. make sure you good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I was now, like, just go smoke some weed. Exactly. I was gonna say as a chemist, how, uh, what is your, are you more impressed with the new uh, splices of uh, cannabinoids that they're able to do now? due to, you know, our improved, uh, you know, machinery and chemistry equipment. Like we have Delta 10s, Delta 8s, as opposed to just like the regular, you know, I guess Delta 7s that is actually like on the books as, you know, illegal, quote unquote, THC levels. But now because, you know, we're able to have more finite machinery, we can have different levels of cannabinoids extracted from the marijuana plant does that impress you as a chemist does that inspire oh, you absolutely so i think it's great because you know the whole idea you know goes back to the body healing itself and things from nature heals itself you know marijuana is a plant mm -hmm. what better way to heal yourself than with a plant and so you know it's time for you know all of these states to start making it legal so people can stop going to jail behind smoking a plant come on basically. when you have cannabinoids receptors in your body uh, that that kind of tells you that maybe it shouldn't be illegal. Your body's literally designed to accept right. this. Exactly. Your mm -hmm. your body is designed to accept this, and we're like, nah, we ain't. You can't have it. Exactly, so, exactly. And that's why the country is the way it is. Fucked up. You know, you know, it is one of those <laughs> things. Now, for those who can't, uh, you know, detach themselves from everything in life, what are like your top three tips to like helping folks de stress? In I know what her one day? is. Her one's shopping. <laughs> but I'll let her tell you. <laughs> well, she already told you my, my number one. Shopping. And when I say shopping, right, I don't always mean you got to go buy something. For me, I love to go to Neiman Marcus and try on all the shoes. The salespeople don't like it, but I right. absolutely love it. <laughs> I try more. I walk around. Like, you know, sometimes that's all I need. Because the reality is, I don't really need all that stuff. I just like it. I think it's pretty and I want to try it out. Um, the other thing is go to the spa or whatever your self-care is. For me, it's going to the nail salon, sitting there for that two hours, getting that massage and going to the spa. Like, I love that. It's something that I can just relax, relate, release with. Um, and then the other thing is practice mindfulness. You'd be surprised how just two minutes with yourself can change your perspective and your whole like mood and being. Um, yesterday I met with the psychologist and that's what we talked about. Literally two minutes, the deep breath. She even talked about like mindful eating, which I had never even heard of. And What's so mindful just- mindful eating? Exactly, right? And so she, well, what she talked about is with mindful eating, it's really like being in the know with your food. Kind of like, I think, let me see, the best way I can put it is for people who like to cook, Oftentimes, it's because they enjoy that experience. So mm -hmm. they are kind of like being one with what they're doing. So that's mindful eating. So it's kind of like saying your food, telling your food, I need you to do what you need to do when you get inside. And so back to chemo treatment, that's what I said every time I sat in a chair. I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. 
I'm going to need you to get in here. I'm going to need you to kill these cancer cells, and I'm going to need to get your ass out. I got shit to do. I ain't got time for this. And so literally, that's how I approached it every time. And so I think, you know, with whatever you're doing in life, when you are intentional, mm-hmm. things happen. See, now we're talking about some really good stuff. See, we can get into this. The power of the tongue, the power of life mm-hmm. and death oh, in the yeah. tongue, the power yeah. of manifestation. Mm-hmm. When I tell yeah. you manifestation is real mm-hmm. and it is a subject that people feel like, oh, my gosh, you start talking voodoo and all this craziness. What about all this universal? When I tell you there are universal laws that are always in place, I don't care what religion you talk about, I don't care mm-hmm. across every single religion from Buddhism to Hinduism to Christianity to Islam. They all talk about the power of the tongue, the power of being able to create the world that you want to be in, right. the power to create whatever environment, whatever feeling you want to have. You speak it into existence. You speak it into existence just from saying exactly what Tamika talked about. When I eat this food, mm-hmm. you're going to do this for me and nothing else. When Absolutely. I am getting this chemo treatment, it's going to be this and it's going to be nothing else. When you are walking, you are walking every step you take. Like this exercise is going to do this for my body. Right. It's going to target this muscle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel this way. Um, what's funny is like there was a, there is CT Fletcher is a great uh, power lifter on YouTube yes. and CT mm-hmm. Fletcher, uh, one of more his one of his first thing uh, videos is uh, he's curling. He's doing some bicep curls. And as he's curling, he's talking to his muscles. He's like, I command you to grow, motherfucker. I command <laughs> you to grow. And people are like, oh, my gosh, what is he doing? But he, un- he, in his most brilliant way, understood you can demand what you mm-hmm, want out of mm-hmm, your body. You mm-hmm. demand it. It is not something that just happens. Many people are just having life happen to them instead of taking control of their life. And I, and I love the idea of thoughtful eating and thoughtful existence. Like, don't just let life happen. Like you, absolutely, you definitely take. And control it's of easy to step by step. that route where every day it's just like, where did your day go? Well, it's yeah. like you know, yeah. um, looking at your day and putting, you know, and compartmentalizing and saying what you plan to accomplish. I even have a good friend of mine when I would say, oh, if you say so-and-so makes me sick, she said, mm-mm, don't say that. Mm-mm. No, they don't. I'm mm-mm. like, mm-mm. Because your brain doesn't know. Your brain don't know that you are being sarcastic. Your brain doesn't know. All your brain knows is that what you're putting out there or whatever. And now your brain knows, okay, this person needs to make me sick. Okay, so every time I'm near this person, hear this person's voice, I yep. need to yep. create illness in my body. Yeah, and people, oh, that sounds crazy, but I'm your your brain. It's reacts no to what straight you up. Say. Your brain does it, it. It reacts to what you say, and into what, what your reaction, your brain saves it. Yep. Absolutely. It's like, oh, I just had this time. conversation with my daughter. Um, we're yeah. riding home from school. You know, we don't. I usually. I use a chat, and so we might see somebody. She's like, is oh, she I need reading or is she talking to you? Well, so she's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. So we're chatting. Oh, yes. She's from okay. For her All license. Right. Yes. Yes. She I'm probably found that. something she can't do while she reads. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, I hate that person. And I'm like, well, why do you hate them? What What have they done to you? And she's like, well, mom, I don't really mean mm-hmm. it like what you think. I said, so that's why you can't say it. I said, there's power in words. I said, and right. the universe knows that you hate this person. And for you hating them, you're giving them too much power over you. Like, you never mm-hmm. have to talk to this person. You don't even really gotta like them, but you don't need to throw it out right. into the air because now they have some power over you that you mm-hmm. can't get back. So I'm always like, change that mindset. Mm-mm, we're not gonna talk about that. We got to, man. I put Trisha on. I'm not sure she got the book yet, but uh, if you haven't read- come yet, Shane. It is not come yet. If you read The Secret, The Secret is one yes. of the most core- Years ago. Books. If 
if you've ever listened to anyone of any high value of success in this world, they all, this is one of the books that everyone talks about from the mm -hmm. secret to the alchemist. Mm -hmm. These are books that they talk mm -hmm. about is one of the cornerstones of their success. And the yep. secret is basically a breakdown of the law of attraction and how you attract everything you want into your life, good or bad. Yep. by your feelings, by your words, by the energy you put off. And that's something I tell my kids all the time. Positive energy, positive vibes at all times. No matter Absolutely. what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And your feelings are a great indicator as to where you're at in your like alignment with God and the universe. Because when you're feeling down, you're feeling out of place, you're feeling mm -hmm. sad, your, your frequency is off. I mean, now like, you got to figure out what that thing is that gets your frequency back in alignment to what mm -hmm. you want out of life, right? You can't want the best out of life, but walk through your life to, you know, feeling sad and feeling depressed. So right. whether it be a favorite song, a favorite memory, whatever the case may be, find something mm -hmm. that can shift your feelings, get you back in alignment to get you in a positive vibe. So your body can be uh, more relaxed because if we ever pay attention to our bodies, when we're stressed and we're upset, we're very tight, yep. we're very tense, we're mm -hmm. very like clenched. And that that's not good for your body, right? It's just it's basically your your soul is cramping, you know, and that's mm -hmm. not uh that's not good, man. You gotta find that thing that keeps you in a positive, uh positive, relaxed vibe at all times. I listen, I could not agree more. Um I listened to the secret, my goodness, it's probably been like 15 years since I since I I read the book, I went to like all these seminars on it. Um I, I believe it. I absolutely believe that I can manifest Anything a life that want. I want. Absolutely. I Any single thing it. you want. And when I say it to people, often they think I'm crazy. And even like when I talk with my family, you know, I'm very mm -hmm. big on a vision board. Mm -hmm. My family's like, oh, again, I'm like, yup. I make my kids, me and my wife make our kids do so vision boards they. every so year. We are yeah. doing our work. Listen, so I started mine. I haven't finished, but I told the kids, they have until the end of the month. I said, we don't got to do it together as a family, but you have until the end of the month to figure out what your map of the year is. And so last year, that literally, I said, I'm traveling. I was like, 2020, I was down. 21, I did a little bit of stuff. And I was like, nope. Literally, I put a plane on my little vision board. And I said, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And literally, every month, I was on a plane. I think um, you and my I daughter stayed. on the same thing. Because her vision board this year says she uh, plans to go to Paris, Jamaica, and Hawaii. I'm like, OK. So <laughs> how to call me. So how to call me. Ariel's vision board is, tw is, 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 um, is all TikTok. She's like, <laughs> I want to go somewhere for my birthday next month. Um, how about Bali? How about mm, here? I mean, That's she's like, up. so I already like, know she's my kid. Tell her to oh, call yeah. me. I'm, I'm going like, to. Ariel, I'm going to. I'm like, meanwhile, her passport expires this month. She is mad at me. She's like, does that mean I can't go anywhere next month? I said, yeah, I don't think we'll have it back by then. She is not. A, she's not. A you need camera. to expedite that thing. Yeah. Well, the thing is that J Jason and I both have to go over because she's 15. So we both have to go. So I have to. Oh yeah, so we got concerned. And anything, yeah. and the courthouse is closed because they had flooding over the holiday. Mm. So and I can't get an appointment Aww. at the post office because it's backed up. The courthouse is you know come first come first serve. Right. The, 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 um, the office is closed because they had flooding. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take her somewhere. It may not be in a you know wonderful trip to. We were gonna go to Paris because my niece is in Paris. She's in, she goes to um, art school there. She's getting her MBA. Nice. But um, we'll we'll make it there this year. Let me know because so. I'm going. Listen, it's on my list. So my daughter okay. is actually going to Paris, um, well to France with her French for her French class. It's a French exchange trip. Is it in so May? Yes. Okay. That's yeah. That's yes. usually when the kids go. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm going. You know what? Let me too. know too, because you know, shit. If we're gonna be black and have our daughters in Paris, <laughs> my daughter it. will be in Paris. Black shit, I'll bring it. my daughter too. We can all Let's have our daughters in Paris. Let's you know do what I'm saying? Look, I already yeah, told my told. daughter, I'm going. I'm going. I was like, yeah, I ain't even gotta see you while you there, but I'm going. 
Yeah, no, no. I love this energy. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to us having all our daughters together in Paris. That would be a dope little picture. Dope. We should like really make sure we put Let's our energy it. towards that and make that happen. Um right. because that's real. Like manifestation, speaking which one is real, even down to like simple things like parking spaces. I will anyone in my family <laughs> would advocate to you. We do not get bad parking spaces. And at first it was like a joke. It was like, how is this possible? But I literally, when I pull into a parking lot, I expect that I'm going to get the best parking space possible. And I do. <laughs> I lie to you. Well, not. what is the best parking space? Because my husband would say that's in the back of the lot. And let's walk like two parking lots over. Right. That's the, that's the healthiest parking space. He parks as far space, as way as possible. Yeah. yeah, no. We park as like We get as close as possible up front. Wherever, like, where, where, like where, one step off a handicap. <laughs> Basically, what is one step away from handicap at some point in time, we get the best parking spaces. It's not even something that I'm being, it is. I wish, I wish that everyone understood the power of manifestation and the power of being able to control your reality and whatnot. Like Tamika mm -hmm. was so beautiful and eloquent in saying how she spoke to the chemo as it went through her body in ensuring that it did what it was supposed to do. And it did what it was supposed right. to do. And it left. And, and nothing more. Don't do too much. Don't like, do too much. Come in here. Exactly. Do what you gotta do. You're doing too much. Yep. <laughs> nope. I was like, get in here, do your job and get your ass out. Right. Don't, we ain't got time to play around. Don't be looking for nothing else. Get in here, kill what you mm -hmm. need to kill and get out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm all about the power of intention. The power of intention. You have to understand that because uh, I was just talking to my sons about this last night that if we, when you really try to get into this conversation, you understand that time and, and placement is not really linear. It's, it's all encompassing. It's congruent, mm -hmm. right? Because who we are right now, we're currently in our past, our present and our future. And, you know, I say that sometimes people are like, what are you talking about? Well, who you are right now, is an exact reflection of every decision you've ever made in your past. Absolutely. The present is everything that you've ever, every decision, big or small, that you've ever made in your past is reflecting upon exactly who you are right now. And everything you're doing right now is going to be reflected in your future self. You are literally creating your future self right. as you exist in this current time. So I've always believed that. Yeah. But, but what people have to be mindful of, too, is that you can't, Sometimes I'm always just so careful about the decisions that I make because I know how impactful they can be and how mm -hmm. you can look next week, next year, 10 years from now to see, you know, the result of that. And you can't beat yourself up too sometimes if you do, if you do have a slip where you're like, oh, yeah, you I just take that. that like lesson I thought that you, should have zigged and I zagged, you know, so you just got to, you have to keep. And sometimes we also got to realize that in failing or making a, a mistake, that could have been a part of the plan because we mm -hmm. might not have appreciated it had we got there too quickly. So sometimes we Come do need to backtrack in order to be like, wait a minute. OK, this just happened. Let me regroup and figure out what I need to do. You mm -hmm. know, I always tell my kids it is OK to fail, but it's what we do yep. in the moment that we fail. Yep. That determines what happens next. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you get things too early. That could be a mistake. And I was talking to the dads at basketball practice about this uh, last night. That That's one of the unforeseen things with all this uh, NIL money is that these college kids fresh out of high school, even high school kids, are now being given hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Now, there's some kids who are making NIL, they're making millions, literally. But then, like, you know, if you're just on a good team, like you're on, like, you know, Duke or UNC or NC State, you're just on their basketball team. Just by being on that team alone for four years, years of life, you're going to be making 400, you know, three, four hundred thousand dollars and you were making nothing before. Like, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. a lot to be given quickly. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be lessons yeah. that these kids are going to learn from that, that 
you know, is going to suck for them when they leave school. Yeah. But hopefully down the line in their life, they're going to uh, be able to be a better person because of it. Because, you know, you can be given too much too soon. And and if you yes. if you are given too much too soon, you're going to make mistakes, you know. Mm -hmm. and, Absolutely. Well that, well, that can happen in the NBA or whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of times the, it does the happen. The lottery. So right. You got to I mean, be smart. The lottery. Did you know? I win? Those people. What, no, what I'm about the, to. I'm playing is, today, though. The drawing is tonight. I am playing today, though. I have oh, not I played, played already. Yeah, no, no. So the drawing is tonight. And so I always say, you know, so I've been manifesting this. That's why I haven't played yet. I'm playing, I'm playing today and I've been manifesting this. And I said, you know what? I'm going to come home. I'm going to come home with like 300 million. And I said, let me talk about what I'm going to do with this money so that mm -hmm. it is not wasteful and I'm not impactful. And then I said, the other day I was at Nordstrom and I was about to buy some shoes and I said, no, don't buy these shoes because you are showing God that you're going to be a good steward of that mm -hmm. money that he's about to deposit in your account. So don't buy those shoes. Wait until he deposits this 300 million in your account. Then you go buy those shoes. So I'm all about, you know, manifesting it and being Max. intentional. Like this money's coming. This is what I need to do. I need to pay it forward. You know, I need to send some kids to college. I got a whole mm -hmm. big plan for my 300 million. Maybe I'll include you guys on my Paris trip with maybe. my 300 million. Well, not maybe, because um, <laughs> you can whatever you whatever you say is what you'll do. So you yeah, can't. I say, will can't pay for the Paris trip. Maybe. See, I Shane will pay for the Paris a, trip when uh, a, when I get the four hundred and eighty seven million dollars into yeah, my account. Because Shane and it's I have me. an understanding that I win. He well, I guess he has a clear with Christian, but I already cleared it with Christian. You good? <laughs> oh, we you already talk. Oh yeah, we good. We t I did the same. I'm like Tamika. Like I I am very intentional <laughs> about winning this money, and it has been planned out. The I you know the lottery tickets already been signed on the back of it. It has already been uh you know put in the safe because that's where I would keep it if you know once it actually happened. The foundation has been the 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 foundation in which we're going to put our uh, 10% has been created uh, to advocate for it. Like everything is literally in place so that, you know, when it's actually manifested in the uh, physical that we can just keep it moving forward. You know, conversations have been had with the proper banking persons already had the proper uh, trust <laughs> set up. It is, it is, it is the, you know, manifestation is real. You want to put out the energy you want from the universe. And the, the universe mm -hmm. is this beautiful creature that God has created and given to us. And, you know, one of the biggest ways, one of the easiest ways to view it is to look at it like a genie, right? And people be like, oh, well, you know, if I want this, like, you know, and, you know, religions are good and bad about this. You know, they, they make you feel like the bigger request that you have of the universe and God, the more you have to do to be able to get it. Oh, you need to go on a 50 day fast or you need to go in. But in reality, we're talking about God who created everything in a matter of seven days. And we're talking about a universe that exists, everything. So there's no request. There's no ask that's big or small from a parking space to, you know, $1.3 billion. It is the same, you know, yeah. like you've never seen a genie be like, Oh, wait, hold on. You asked for what? Let me, uh, let me see if I can figure out how to create this thing that you know. It's all a snap of a finger. Like, genies don't care. God doesn't care what you ask. Well, the universe doesn't care yeah. what you ask. But you have to be intentional about your ask. You have to be sincere about your ask. You have to have the right energy um, and love about your ask or whatnot. So, you know, if you want this, you know, uh, if you want to get the next $1.3 billion because I received it this time, 
be intentional about what you're going to get <laughs> for the next time, right? Mega Millions is about four hundred million. I so, played I mean, both. Uh, uh, Powerball is about four hundred million. So after the I'll play them uh, both. after you guys hear that someone has won the one point three billion, and well, for, we'll see that it was North uh, Carolina. I have it. You guys can focus right. your energy on getting the Powerball, and I will be right here to help you guys. And I hope your number still works. I got you, Trish. We good to go because okay. you know we don't. Because I fully be traveling around. I play online, but I pick my numbers now. I pick my numbers, so they can't trick me because I, I, I you know, I pick. It's all of our birthdays. That's what my husband did too. I'm not. Yeah. I don't trust that. I need to physically go in Come and on, I need Tamika. to go to like. Come on. I need to look at my ticket and Come I need on. to be like, give me I the. I told number. her this. I told her this. Listen, no, Shay, you do said it. don't do a quick. I said don't do it online. I said oh, don't I do, do it, it online because it saves my numbers. Oh, See? you know, mm -hmm. it don't feel good to me. It, it don't. It my don't husband did it. Mm. My husband did it online. I was like, my spirit wait. don't sit well with doing it online. <laughs> but it's it's me me either. Either. Oh, that's so either. funny. Mm. Maybe I'll, Jay just ran out. Mm. Maybe I'll have, ask him my to play my numbers. My spirit don't sit well with that online stuff. Mm -hmm. That is yeah. so mm -hmm. I need to go nope. to the gas station, that little rundown yep. gas station. Yep. Yep. Away. No, I'm saying. But all the candy is old, Yo. all of that. Yes. Yep. Got yes. a little moldy yes. scent to it. Yeah, like, I know. Mm. That's right. I guess mm. I need to do some research to see how yeah. many people want a big number by playing online. I yeah, know the, the bathroom, people win. The bathroom ain't quite right. You know, I'll tell you this. Yeah. You've never heard of a Mega Millions or a Powerball pot being one in Manhattan. You've never heard of being one in Los Angeles. You've never heard of being one in Dallas, Texas. You've never heard of it being one in Seattle, Washington, or Washington, D.C. For some reason or another, I think, you know what? And to me, I'm about to hit, listen. Maybe it's because the persons who live in these big cities don't have the same level of belief mm. or need mm. for this money. And it's the persons who live in these smaller cities, these smaller towns who are in who are in more dire financial circumstances, have a deeper belief and desire mm -hmm. for these funds. And therefore, you always see these large pots being won in smaller towns, smaller cities by persons who are you know, more disenfranchised. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes back to being the power of belief and manifestation. Cause if you, yeah. if you got, you know, a few hundred million in your bank account, you go play this for fun. You know, you're right. not really sitting right. there. Like, let me see what happens. Yeah, exactly. You're not sitting there putting your energy into it. Like yep. I need this, but yep. when you, when you are yep. not sure how you're going to pay rent, mm -hmm. when you're not sure how you're going to pay for food and yep. you got this ticket in your hand, all your energy, all your thoughts mm -hmm. are going towards manifesting that second. Mm -hmm. And that is my belief on why you always see persons in smaller towns, small cities winning uh, these large pots of money because mm -hmm. they just desire it more and request more from the universe and God uh, to make that happen. So, yeah, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you. Channel your energy. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm looking I forward to Paris. I really got, I'm really excited now about having our daughters together in Paris. And, um, yeah, yeah, we're no, gonna, we we gonna do we're gonna do a podcast from that. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely yeah. serious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep, let's do it. Yeah, tell, me the, tell me, well, Tamika, when when does when does she get out of school? Does she get out in May or she get out? In no, June? she gets out in June. Okay, because mm -hmm. Ariel and Jackson get out at the end of May. Um, so give me the dates and we'll okay. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about up. that. We'll do okay. a little end, of, yeah, end of June something. Yeah, we'll put that together. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, my I'm niece is there, and she's fabulous. So she can take the girls or take us all around. Like, yeah, so. I love it. Yeah, yeah I, I said we don't it. need Emily it. in Paris. We have Jordan in Paris. Listen, I told people I was like, oh, it's about to be Tamika in Paris. I binged <laughs> that show. I well, not, first of all, I had to watch it twice because I was so like in love with her look. 
I was uh, like, you weren't listening to them. Show. You're like, oh, what is like, she wearing? I yeah. was like, oh, wait, is it a good show? Let me go back and watch it again. And then that I was like, so funny. oh, I like this. I was like, oh, this can be Tamika in Paris. Let me get this set up. So yeah, I'm ready. They need a they need a black girl magic in Paris. So I'm right. Ready. Absolutely. I know because uh, I see like Jordan was there the next week she was doing like uh, dressing people for fashion shows. I'm like looking like one of the models and she's working on a shoe line, which is right up your alley, Tamika. So yeah, she's, so, she's like, so that's actually why I want to go there because I really want a shoe. I want to design a shoe and I always get invited to Paris fashion week and I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't go to Paris this week. Like, can y'all stop inviting me at the last minute? So, but it's on my list to get there. So we'll see. But yes, that's what I want to do. I want to design my own shoe. Yeah, I need to have you talk to Jordan then. Yes, please. You can work yep. on something together. Well, talking about like manifestation and feelings. Yesterday was the anniversary of my my sister would have been 52. So I kept I asked Alexa what was the date? And she told me. And I was like, hmm. And I just kept going on about my day. I talked to my mom. And I don't usually say anything to her. Like I might text her afterwards, like, you know what today is? And she'll say yes. So we we talked and then I hung up and I was like, oh, today's the 12th. So I called her back. I said, are you okay? She said, yeah, we just talked. I said, no, are you okay? And she's like, I'm okay. We just talked. I said, you know, today is. She's like, it's the 12th. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm okay. I'm like, good. I was like, I just didn't want you to think I forgot. So, but then I started to kind of feel a malaise and I was like, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Good. I'm not gonna do it. I'm like, good. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, this is gonna be a good day. Like, cause yeah, we we control it. We cannot let the universe control us. Sure. We have to control what we can control. And you wake up with the mindset that it's gonna be a good day, and it will. It'll be a good day. So. And sometimes I think that we have those moments um, where, you know, we, those dates pop up and we're not really sure like what's happening. You know, our body Mm -hmm. is giving us some different energy, just as a reminder to let you know the person, you and the person know that you're still thinking of them and that you love them. So I always tell people, you know, while it's sad that people have passed on and all Mm -hmm. of that, you know, let those memories be what gives you that like warm chill. And when you see something that reminds you of them, don't let it make you sad. Let it be a reminder that the person Mm -hmm. is like, I'm watching you. I love you. So, yeah. That is Absolutely. Facts. Well, so. definitely. Um, it's been dope having you on here, uh, Tamika. We have Thank to do you. this again, make this a regular thing, you know, yes, and definitely anytime, try to uh, get more of your, uh, you know, your social media following. Sprinkle upon <laughs> us a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, each one teach sprinkle, one, you know. Each, you know, like if you can climb the ladder, reach back and help those up behind you as well. <laughs> you know? I did. How do you think y'all got here on stream, y'all? Exactly. No, I'm saying right. No, absolutely. I, she was, I was like, Tamika, how do I do? What? She's like, get yourself, do this, do that. I'm like, all right. But I have a girlfriend of mine. She used to be, she used to um, be Jackson's nanny years ago. And she is on TikTok. And I think her handle is greedy fat girl. It's not, it's not spelled. Um, it's kind of spelled phonetically. And she, her, she's had videos who go have gone viral at least three or four times, like over a million views. And so she's working on a cookbook and aprons and all this stuff. I was like, can you, can you share some of my stuff? <laughs> and so I think the thing with TikTok, right, is you know I'm not really a big fan of TikTok. People keep telling me I need to be on it, so every now and then mm-hmm. I'll sprinkle something on there. Um, I think the thing with TikTok and why it is a lot easier to go viral is that TikTok wants to share all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they want to put it out there. TikTok wants people to hit millions of views. Instagram really doesn't because 
You know, it's like people pay for advertising. And if I let you organically get to a million, why should this business continue to pay? Right. Whereas with TikTok, it's different. TikTok wants all of that. They want, they want all of that. And so I think that with TikTok, when you find your niche and your community, they reciprocate. Like they show mm-hmm. up, like they share, they, you know, they do that remix with it, all of that. So right. I think especially people who do like cooking, yeah. um, exercise does well. Mm-hmm. And people who do like dress with me, like that type of fashion thing, I think that type of stuff does well and travel does well. So mm-hmm. people are like, put your travel things on there. So in the new year, that's my plan. But I don't think I'll ever really focus on TikTok because at some point I feel like um, the government is going to ban TikTok. Cause yeah, TikTok ain't going to be around much longer. TikTok has not not around in the U.S. much longer. We've already right. started having a few colleges have already banned TikTok on their campuses from their. They schools. have. Oh yeah, yep. and so yep. you know this whole reign of because uh, basically the fine print of TikTok basically says that you know they have complete access to. Your yeah. IP, your yeah. searches, and everyone yeah. around you. Not just yeah. yours, but everyone yeah. around you. So even if you don't have TikTok on your phone, if any of your kids have TikTok in their house, then TikTok then has access to everything that you're searching for. Wow. As well. So TikTok has basically, the more people in the U.S. that have it, the more they the allow more, people to go viral, yeah. the more people want to be on TikTok, the more yeah. access they have to basically everything that the U.S. is doing from top to bottom, right? And yeah. so the government yeah. now, now you know as much as we hate him trump was on this like you know two years ago he was wow. like yo he really was telling us yo we need to get rid of tiktok but you know but it was the way he said it. yeah you That's know trump was trumping trump was, trump was in the background like oh he right but oh, yeah he right yeah. but nobody wanted to say he was right word. it was like ah maybe he ain't right but you know he right and so yeah. now everybody else is now trying to like quietly say he was right and get rid of it because you've basically been given you know a foreign entity access mm-hmm. to u.s you know, information for the last two or three yeah. years now, or whatever. So yeah. I highly doubt TikTok is in the U.S. Um, over the next uh, few years. And then the more we learn about how the algorithms for TikTok is different in the U.S. Oh, than it is in China. For TikTok in Asia, mm-hmm. like they like while our algorithms are very uh, jovial and very jokey, and buffoonery, very buffoonery. Mm-hmm. While and their algorithms are very scientific and educational and advocates mm-hmm. growth and community, mm-hmm. and that, well, mm, they ain't dancing over there, right? Your little mm. viral things ain't, <laughs> that, that, that ain't that ain't what's popping in China. That's not what. That's and so, how they go viral. and so for me, that was the ori- original reason that I wouldn't get on. And so I had an account because we used to do TikTok dances with like my lacrosse team, but I wasn't really posting them anywhere. I just needed to monitor and see what they were doing. And I said to people, I just don't take pleasure in seeing adults making a fool of themselves. I I don't know. I guess it's what y'all like. I just don't take pleasure in that. So I never wanted to join. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, you know, at some point we got to recognize that this just isn't right. And then the, the, the growth of it, like it just doesn't make sense. And I tell people that all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to study TikTok because I don't want to be on TikTok like that. I was like, so you might get a little video here or there, but you're not going to get any consistency from me. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful game. Like, you know, we playing checkers. China over here playing chess. Right. They're like, yo, our kids are being focused on science, education, mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. helping, growing. We want to have mm-hmm. your kids focused on, like, you know, mm-hmm. eating as much eating as they a, can. Eating dancing. a spoonful of cinnamon. Yeah, eating <laughs> cinnamon, no. like... Or breaking into people's cars. Breaking into people's cars. Wait a minute, that's the thing? 
Yeah, that's a TikTok they, trend. Uh, it was the uh, where they were breaking into Hondas and Kias. It was like old school yep. Hondas. They showed you how to like you know yep. steal a car and like it was a joke or whatever, right? Yep. What? Yeah, man. And just we like you said buffoonery. We are so consumed with buffoonery that we are <sighs> not paying attention to like really educational growth, and that's putting yeah. us behind in the global fight of you know just being technologically advanced and just more better society. So their society is growing. Our society is, you know, dancing and entertaining ourselves, <laughs> and they're winning. Like China's playing chess Absolutely. out here, and we oh. are we are pawns on their chessboard. We, I was gonna say, we're not even playing. We are right. exactly pawns because yeah. also, if you think about the the amount of people that really control Twitter in the U.S. and the growth of it, they're these they're young people, and young people put everything on social media. Mm-hmm. So China's like, oh yeah, do that. Oh oh, oh okay, now I got that. Now, oh oh, this is what they do. So that's why it's so easy. That's why I said mm-hmm. at some point they are going to have to like ban it. It's gonna have it's gonna have to happen. We'll they have to happen. Happens. Literally have to shut it down at some point in time. Yeah. It's just not good for us from a global perspective to have TikTok, to have a, a Chinese mm-hmm. controlled, an Asian controlled uh social media app that clearly lets you know that they're gonna control and see everything. Because what about when you have senators' kids using TikTok? And the presidential, the next president has young kids in the White House, and mm-hmm. they got TikTok on their phones. Or Secret Service kids got TikToks on their phones, and mm-hmm. now that mm-hmm. gives TikTok access to the Secret Service phone. And now mm-hmm. they like it is it is literally mm-hmm. a scary hole when you mm-hmm. think about how far this could go down. Well, I mean, even if you don't have TikTok, our phones, our devices are all spying on us, and those systems can be hacked into. I mean, yeah, the next, the next yeah, world, but go ahead. No, I'm gonna go ahead. Finish. No, I was saying right, but but the thing with TikTok is, it is already that they're pulling the information, so it's public. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you don't gotta like with our phones, you kind of gotta hack it a little bit. With TikTok, yeah. you don't gotta hack it. They don't are putting it it's out just there. there. It's there. It's literally it's just there. there. Right. Right. And I was like, dang, we can we can create like all these little hacking groups to go do this, you know, like you know, with spies and all this stuff, or or let's just create an app, right. put it in the uh, fine print, which no one's gonna read. Mm-hmm. And send it out, and make yep. we make a couple people millionaires. We give a lot of yep. people money. You know, we yep. do this. And now we just have it spread, and just yep. go. And now we have access yep. to all the world's not just the U.S. Yeah. government, all the world's mm-hmm. government. China literally has access to every mm-hmm. single country mm-hmm. and their statistics, how they move, what they eat, what they like, what they listen to. Like they are just creating a portfolio of how to. If they wanted to make infrastructural attacks on different countries, they know how to because they know mm-hmm. what everyone uses, how frequently everyone uses it, when they use it, what mm-hmm. things are like. They know everything about mm-hmm. everybody. Like they are playing chess with the world, and we're all pawns on their board. So yeah, TikTok probably will not be in the U.S. And it's all done. It's like a, the seven deadly sins, right? Vanity. Oh come on now! So it's vanity. Like, oh, everybody wants to be famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone wants to be famous. Yeah. TikTok be money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. buddy. So that's that. So yeah, so we are definitely going to make sure we have uh, Tamika on here again when she can bless us with her time once more. We will definitely be doing a June show in Paris. Um, Let's make that happen. It'll be dope to do our uh, show all together with the uh, Eiffel Tower in the background. That'll be. I see that, and we're going to manifest that, and make that happen. Right. Oh, I'm 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 in. I'm in. I'm in. Yes. Yes. So, so Tamika, tell everyone how they can reach you. You can reach me on Instagram at Tamika Talks. That's T-O-M-I-K-A Talks. You can find me pretty much everywhere else at Life and Pumps except YouTube where I'm Tamika Talks. 
thank you so much. Thank you for thanks taking for the time. Me. I know you're busy and we had to wrangle you in for today. And thanks for giving us more time. I know we said 15 and we, you know, we, we took it's more. Never, so. It's never a 15 minute talk. It's impossible to have a 15 minute conversation unless it's like one small iota of a right. topic. That doesn't happen. But thank you guys. I look forward to coming back. And when this link drops, send it to me so I can share it out. All right, we'll do. Thank you. Okay, that was awesome. That was awesome, Shane. Still live. Yeah, we're still recording. So, because I just wanted to hit on a couple quick things. Mm -hmm. um, you saw where the bills are are um, are paying Demar's Ham Hamlin's contract three point six four million. Facts. Even though he's on the infant uh, the um, injured reserve list, mm -hmm. that should be a thing across the board. Definitely should be. Should be. I mean, can we make that a thing? Um, Oh, did you see? I sent you the thing on on ODB. Nah, Him getting his nigga see. wake up call. ODB's dead though. No, not old dirty bastard. Um, oh, you talking Odell about Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, 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 I said like that nigga. They woke that nigga up. I was like, that nigga's up. Like, goddamn. Like, okay. Like, okay. Nah. Baby, yeah, come OBJ. on, baby, come on. <laughs> ODB. I that is so funny that I wrote ODB. OBJ, yeah. Um, yeah, that I mean, was, you know, ridiculous. Um, I, you know, I just have rules about planes, you know, like you gotta, you gotta do better. You, you gotta conduct yourself. Like you understand that you black at all times, especially when you're in very public places like a plane, like you, you don't have the luxury of, you know, not being aware of who your, what your skin color is, yeah. uh, because you, you gonna, you gonna get treated like a nigga. Um, very quickly yeah that was yeah you guys go check out the video and, and let us know what you think um did you watch the golden globes the other day i did not but i've seen highlights and i've seen, Jared have you seen Carmichael eddie murphy's Cutting. have you seen yeah eddie, eddie murphy's top three tips on how to be successful <laughs> beautifully done beautifully done just keep jada's name out your mouth and you'll be just right fine. pay your you taxes <laughs> mind your business and keep will smith's wife's name, name out your out motherfucking mouth and you'll be just all right <laughs> Um, I know we're going to talk about Megan and Harry coming up. I have not. Now, Tamika, she's, she'd be perfect to talk about that because she has the book. She just got it, I think, yesterday. Um, are you going to get the book? What, Tamika's book? No. Megan, spare. Harry's book. That book. I could give one. I, I don't even have a fuck anywhere to give about what goes on with the royal family. I know, like, but you were talking. You said we needed to talk about it. Yeah, was, we should I talk about you. it because it's world news. We should talk about what, you know, what they're saying. But I'm not. Listen, man. Rich, rich, racist white people talking about how their other family members well, not are rich, wealthy, you know, wealthy, racist white people are talking about their other family members being pieces of shit. Uh, like, you know, like I, mm, we knew this. Like, I, I, I didn't need a book for you to tell me that your, you know, your uncle is a pedo, that your grandmother is racist and that your brother don't want didn't want a, a you know, a black, you know, sister in law. Like, I, I pretty much knew this when, you know. I was old enough to understand who the British royal family is. Like, it's not, it's, there's nothing that he's saying that's shocking at all. Like, just nothing. Yeah, I, you I know, have, speaking of Nick, I think I Megan, Megan got her nigga wake up call when she joined his family or whatever. Cause I think she was so used to skating that, you know, this was shocking to her. But that's a whole nother right. subject for a whole Blow dry her hair and yeah. keeping it moving. <laughs> mm -hmm. As long as she didn't go swimming, she was all right.
Um, okay, so what? So what do we say? What we're going to talk about next week? No, um, we have not talked about what we're going to talk about next week. But I, I think we'll uh, next week there's just a lot of changes going on with the economy and a lot of people kind of in flux with their jobs and working. Um, we're going to talk about probably how to figure out what your next move is for your career and, you know, updating those resumes that have not been touched on in a while. You know, like those persons who've been in their jobs for 10, 15 years that may be going through layoffs now. And, mm-hmm. you know, you need to get your resume updated and you get it spruced up and what should be on there, what shouldn't be on there. We'll touch on those things next week. And work-life balance. That's something that I want to talk about as well. I saw where the the CEO was at Xerox, but she's black black woman talked about how she wouldn't have been where she is today had she not missed some games, football, basketball, whatever, kids games. And it's okay. Basically give yourself permission to to do what do you. And she left um raising the kids or, you know, tending to their daily needs to her, her um, her her late husband. So I think when we talk about work life balance, we're always talking about women because we're the ones that have to to balance. So I want to kind of dig deep in or dig deeper into to that as well. Yeah, we definitely should because, you know, I think that people just accept, men accept that we're not going to have work-life balance. But, you know, that's something that should not just be or whatever. So definitely jump into that. All right. So all right. how exciting. So tell tell everybody how they can find us. Man, where are we going to be at? We're going to be on the Twitter. We'll be Twitter. on the, uh, the stream yard. We'll be on any uh, any podcast streaming services that you may know of. You can you know find us out there. Uh, right. You can also peep our YouTube page. We'll see the videos of our podcast. And you can also find our IG. We'll put up snippets and thoughts and, you know, uh, things that are on our minds. And, you know, Trish will have her what the fuck corner. And, um, <laughs> all these I know. Things. I keep saying that we're going to. Do our new and uh, our new segment. Uh, what is it? Uh, Florida man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, we'll have a Florida man. I forgot to type in Florida man today because that's always a treat. If you want a treat, if you just want to laugh, mm. type Florida man in your. It's search. not even that hard just, anymore. Just type in Florida man. Florida man. That's it, and you will you will be delighted. Um, and right you'll have access to our apparel pretty soon. We'll have our yes, because um, I I have I've changed our website. So that it could have a marketplace. I just need to kind of get some help. They sent me some directions. Uh, GoDaddy did on how to set it up. So I did I some stuff the other day. I didn't do that. Um, yes. All right. Yeah. We're, we're going to do what? Sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, mugs. So black, white, and gray. Well, black, white, red, and gray. Um, and we're going to have a, we're going to revamp our videos. We have um, someone that we're working with to, to revamp um, our videos and do some good graphics and all that good stuff. So we are putting out there we're uh, in the universe that this the is number one thing. podcast. Yes. Yeah. Number one podcast yep. for your listening yep. pleasure. Yep. I got some analytics the other day and it said that like, it's, it was like, you've created X amount of hours of material more than like 95%. So I'm like, that's right. That's right. So we're going to, Keep the momentum moving. Yeah, like like everybody's watching. So. Boom. Yeah. Do it like everyone's right, watching. Shane. All right, my All friend. Right, love. Well, have a great day. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon.